to Space Gravy with me, Reese L. Griffiths. And me, Mia Hatton. Now, Mia, are you excited for the Olympics next week? Mm, can I say not really? You've, of course you can say not really. Not really. Neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> However, I'm sure there are some listeners out there that are excited. I'm sure lots of people like watching people run. The Olymp- that's, well, the Olympics is more than that, Mia. There's jumping involved. Some people cycle. Some cycling, some swimming. But I want to focus on the running. In, okay. this, in this episode because uh, running at the Olympics or running the last few Olympics there's been a man called Usain Bolt you may have seen him on those Virgin Media adverts <laughs> he's quite fast he is quite fast he is uh, the world's fastest man is that, that in history? Yeah, I yeah. Because of course he settled his world records. He's got he? loads of Guinness World Records. I think his top average speed is 23.5 miles per hour that's average speed he's What's that in like proper metric? I have no speed. idea oh, okay Oh, we <laughs> I've got all my speeds in miles per hour. Oh, good. I've We're... done all mine in meters per second. <laughs> <laughs> this should be fun. But Getting the calculator. Get a calculator out. You at home as well. <laughs> this is how they crashed a, a Mars lander. <laughs> we'll do carry that. Carry on, carry on. I'm all listening. Right. So, so that's okay. I'm going to do miles per hour. Mia's going to do the calculations because she's the brains of the operation. <laughs> but his average speed is 23.5 miles per hour. His top speed was about 28 miles per hour. That's, that's almost as fast as a car in a city, right? In a, you're in a 30 mile an hour zone, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's almost as fast as a car when seeing a speed camera. Faster than a car in a 20 mile an hour zone. <laughs> yes, car, that's how sort of driving works. <laughs> But Usain Bolt is an incredibly fast man. But there are things faster than him, and there are things slower than him on this planet. So I've, <laughs> so I've come up with a game. Oh, I love games. That we're going to play called Play Your Cardio Right. Very good. This, I like it, Reese. This is like Play Your Card Right. I'm going to give you a person. I'll start off with Usain Bolt and his top speed of 28 miles an hour. Then I'm going to give you something else, and you're going to have to tell me if it's... Faster, faster or slower Ooh. and then we'll move on from the next one so it's not always on from Usain Bolt okay, oh, okay. I'm with you so Usain Bolt is top speed at 28 miles per hour top speed 28 I'm making notes okay now are we going to go faster or slower with a domestic house cat domestic house cat you know the lazy ones that sort of <laughs> strut around if they had to run yeah I was going to say like cats don't really like to run do they they what? just like to lie down if we base it on his top speed are we going faster or slower than you Usain Bolt I reckon faster you reckon faster yeah do you want to have a guess how much faster do you reckon how much are you going for uh, so what did you say Usain Bolt 28 miles per hour I'd say a cat probably not a lot faster we look at what I know about other animals. Oh, it's all in metres per second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 35 for a cat. It's 30 miles per hour, but you are right, it's faster. Ah, it is faster. A cat does, can run faster. So everyone's Half banging days. on about Usain Bolt being the fastest man. But my around. cat could beat him exactly. if I had a cat. If, yeah, if you had a cat, that's a good starting point. But if you forced it to run, you could beat him. There's a lot of fast cats out there. The fastest, <laughs> what is it, the fastest land 
mammals a cheetah that's right and it runs at 74.6 miles per hour how many meters per second 29 meters per second 29 meters per second which is far from the fastest animal have you got a fastest animal there do you know what it's really hard to figure out what the fastest animal is how so because fast can mean lots of different things it can mean running from a to b really quickly it can mean a particular body movement that happens very fast it could mean accelerating really quickly because a jeep a, a jeeta <laughs> a jeep a jeep, <laughs> a jeep does a cheetah, not accelerate very quickly a cheetah driving a jeep <laughs> do you know what that's a lot quicker than a <laughs> cheetah um but no a cheetah it does not um accelerate very quickly and in the wild although it can reach 29 meters per second um in the wild it only really averages about half that because prey tend to move they kind of zigzag about so the cheetah is I keep saying cheetah. <laughs> the cheetah isn't just running straight after its prey. It's having to wiggle about a bit. and Maneuver. Maneuver. That's a much better word in science. Um, so cheetahs, they're not... They are fast when they're running at their top speed, but they're not as fast as a lot of other animals can be. When you said about animals moving like a particular body part fast, mm-hmm. do you have any like examples of that? I do. Do you remember way back in... I can't remember what episode, some episode, we talked about one of my favourite animals, the mantis shrimp. That was um, episode... Psychedelic shrimp. Psychedelic, Psychedelic shrimp. shrimp, episode 19. We talked about the stabbing mechanism that was kind of like a spring-loaded crossbow in a way that allowed it to stab really, really fast. It's a stabbing shrimp. It was called the stabber shrimp, yeah. Because <laughs> they were stabbers and they were him. like grabbers, I think. Uh, but yeah, this that's one of the fastest things one of the fastest movements in nature and it does take it a while to like reload afterwards like a crossbow but if you had um if you got mantis shrimps to do a little mexican wave with these tabs <laughs> <laughs> that's something you Rather don't want to say in a prison over and over again <laughs> they would do it 90 times before you could blink that's fast so you'd get a 90 mantis shrimp along each each movement takes less than three milliseconds have they tested this out uh, they've never of done a science, Mexican wave, no. Got a load of them in a row. <laughs> and then just started playing like some football themes. I actually came up with the idea of the Mexican wave myself. So Did you really? Should we propose it with scientists? Oh, I thought you meant just in general then. I thought you was like, <laughs> I'm taking credit. I invented for... the Mexican wave. <laughs> I went to Mexico back in the day. No, I invented the mantis shrimp Mexican wave. We should try this. Where can we get mantis shrimps? Uh, there's one in Bristol Zoo just the one we need loads <laughs> well maybe they'll know where to get more because they obviously got one at some point true let's let's propose this to bristol zoo but even that is not as fast as like a much much faster moving body part really on the same on the mantis shrimp not on the mantis shrimp unfortunately All right. but it is another sea dwelling creature this is the jellyfish Ooh. have you ever been stung by a jellyfish i've not because ah, when they're just floating about in the water they don't look very fast but when they sting you, they inject these cells called nematocysts. They're the things that poison you, essentially. Um, and the speed at which that they inject them into you is so fast that they accelerate the speeds at more than five million times acceleration due to gravity. That's fast. Yeah. So if you think how fast something speeds up when you drop it, it's that times five million. So like 10 meters per second... Squid. 
Yeah, thereabouts. Okay. So it in, the speed increases by 10 meters per second yeah. every second. Yeah. Uh, but a jellyfish sting is 5 million times faster than that. That's fast, right? That's fast. Yeah. Don't want to mess with a jellyfish. Much faster than so a So would win in a fight between a jellyfish and a mantis shrimp. <laughs> the jellyfish with a sting, the mantis shrimp with a stabbing. I think the mantis shrimp would win, but that's kind of just because I prefer shrimp. It's like the mantis prison rules. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. That's pretty so. fast. There's lots of fast animals, but we've got the domestic house cat at 30 miles per oh, hour. Oh, yeah, going back to the game. Right. Faster or slower, the Tyrannosaurus Rex. That was quite a big, bulky thing, wasn't it? Oh, it was a big, bulky thing. But I think maybe... We saw him chase Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic we did, Park. He did go pretty quick. He was pretty quick. And I think a lot of pop culture has made us think it's possibly a bit clumsier than it actually was. A lot of pop culture, you know, they do a lot. They do their research, Mia. Well, <laughs> it wasn't feathered in Jurassic Park, was it? I'm going to go with slower than a domestic cat, but I think I might be wrong. Oh, no, I'm going to go faster. I'm going to go faster. You pick, you're you going to go with faster? Yeah. I can tell you it's slower no it is slower. well i should have gone with my gut it's very hard to kind of um know because we didn't just, have speed I should have cameras asked, back actually. Then. <laughs> but they reckon it's somewhere between 15 and 25 miles per hour so i'm going to take the top answer yeah. of 25 miles per hour um there was a By man the called way, it's slower than the cat it's slower than the cat that's right mm. so um john r hutchinson published studies on the t-rex biomechanics and so he just he said that they reckon based on the weight the movement the you know the, his legs hmm. he reckons yeah, about 25 miles an hour do you think they used those chickens with plungers on their bottoms to help one them one just uh... made them run yeah <laughs> to run. help them decide and then scaled up yeah possibly because they were doing that weren't they they were faster dinosaurs yeah they were faster do you know yeah. at the start of the lost world do you know those little ones the compi oh compsognathus they reckon they could run about 40 miles an hour that doesn't surprise me because they you when you look at pictures of them which i appreciate are not photographs <laughs> uh they do look a bit more lithe don't they yeah the brachiosaurus weighed 60 tons he was big weighed 60 tons could run i reckon about 10 miles per hour that's not very fast. No, it's not very fast. I could it's, run faster than that. It's interesting, maybe. though, that people are trying to work out how fast dinosaurs are, because it always made me think, if this was a real Jurassic World situation, could you outrun the dinosaurs? Mm. Well, Usain Bolt could have run outrun the Tyrannosaurus Rex, couldn't he? Yeah. He could, well, now his, we know. His, his average speed is about 23 miles an hour. So uh, if the T-Rex was properly belting at 25... Then he could just about but, make it. I reckon he would have pushed himself a bit further if a T-Rex was chasing him. If I was a... Uh, Jurassic Park or Jurassic World as it is now I don't think I'd want to be with him because he'd get away much faster than me and I'd get eaten you'd want like someone much slower than you yeah yeah like a small child survival of the fittest isn't it <laughs> not a small child that's not fair <laughs> you know just someone a bit slow and unfit just someone a bit bulky yeah <laughs> or a slower dinosaur is that what you would base your holiday on if you had two trip two <laughs> tickets this is how i always quilt. base my holiday on me always <laughs> find yourself someone a bit less fit than you and hang out with them <laughs> <laughs> all right so we've got what was the score so far dav you're keeping track one you got one point yeah uh, and you got, got one she's got one correct one wrong all right so we started with usain bolt 
then you went faster with the domestic house cat, which you were right. Then you said the T-Rex was faster than the house cat. You were wrong. Uh, so, so now we're, we're still on T-Rex. We're on T-Rex now. Right. 25, 25 miles per hour. 25 miles per hour. I'm making a note. Faster okay. or slower, the Roadrunner. How do you know how fast Roadrunner went? Not the Roadrunner. Oh, okay. A Roadrunner, shall we say. Oh, okay. The real life version. When is that? I didn't even know that was a real thing. It's a real thing. Is it still alive today? It is, yeah, it's a member of the cuckoo family. The cuckoo family? It looks more like an ostrich, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it's got, um, I have no idea how to pronounce the word, but it's zygodactyl feet, which is two toes in ah. front and two toes in back. Zygodactyl. All right, I'm going to say that that is... T-Rex is 25 miles per hour. Whereas Compsognathus, that could go at 40. True. So I reckon Roadrunner can go faster than a T-Rex. Basing it entirely on size. You're wrong. I'm wrong. It's slower. Ah, oh, they should call it a road walker then. Exactly. The Roadrunner apparently has top speeds of 20 miles per hour. Oh, that's rubbish. Or 32 uh, kilometers per hour. They do prefer sprinting to flying, but they can, they will fly to escape predators. So in those wily Coyote cartoons, he's just mocking him. He could fly away he if he wanted fly. to. But those cartoons make him out to be a lot faster than he is. How fast can it fly? Do you know? I'm not sure how fast. Not like massively fast. Do you know which bird can fly the fastest? I do. Which bird can? Maybe is it that part of the game. Maybe it will come up. Might in the win game. that one. All right. Yeah. Well, you need to get some points from somewhere. So, <laughs> so maybe I'll give it to you. The thing I didn't ever understood with the Roadrunner cartoons is the Roadrunner is sprinting and the coyotes chasing after. He's always just a little bit behind. Yeah. A lot of times. So coyote, you know. I think maybe he's a closet vegan. You think so? Yeah. Why? Well, because he never quite catches the roadrunner, does he? And I wonder whether he feels like, as a coyote, he should be doing the predator thing. But in his heart of hearts, he knows that it's actually better to just let the roadrunner live and eat some spinach. You've got to give it to Wiley Coyote. I love Wiley Coyote as a character because he's inventive. He's brilliant. He just doesn't give up. Yeah. The amount of failure that coyote undergoes there's something to really admire in him he's, he's always keeping going <laughs> and he never figured out how to get into that painting did he never did nope but he kept trying he did he kept trying <laughs> so that is a trait we should all admire <laughs> so the roadrunner is 20 miles per hour 20 miles an hour faster or slower the red kangaroo the this is an animal kangaroo the hops how big is a red kangaroo uh, is it a big kangaroo? Or about a... the average kangaroo size, mm, I, I could say. Kangaroo... I reckon kangaroos can go really fast because they have crazy strong back legs. Like bonkers strong. So bonkers I'm going to say... Yeah, <laughs> like ridiculously strong. So I'm going to go with faster than 20 miles an hour. I reckon it's like really high. You're right. This 43.5 yes! miles per hour. Really fast. 43.5. Really Usain Bolt couldn't keep up with that. So they're the only large animals to use hopping as a means of locomotion. Ooh. Yeah. There you are. So it can. it's comfortable hopping about, say, 13, 15 miles per hour, but mm. it can push itself up to 44 miles per hour. That's really, very good. Over short distances. So Hopping can get speed. you... Hopping can get you pretty far, pretty fast. Do you think you can hop that fast? No, but I don't have those bonkers strong legs. But it like the uh, like in the mantis shrimp, it you get all these spring load mechanisms, like with say the muscles in kangaroo legs or in the legs of hopping insects. Right. They're another one that can accelerate 
crazy high rates. The leaf hopper. Have you seen leaf hoppers? Um, no. Are they just like grasshoppers? Um, no, they're, I think they're true bugs. Uh, so they kind of look like beetles almost, but with longer legs that just jump from leaf to leaf and they tend to be green. Oh, I think I've seen them, yeah. You don't see them around much because they blend in with leaves pretty well. When they jump, they accelerate at 700 times the, fo- the acceleration due to gravity. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Some insects can really jump if you scale yeah. them Yeah. And they, they can jump really high and really fast. And this one, because if we were going at, say, 10, 20 G we would die or at least pass out there's only so much that our body can actually handle that kind of acceleration just moves all our organs around inside our body and that's like really bad uh because they fall apart but this insect all of its organs are pressed against the walls of its body as if they're strapped in so it can withstand those really really high g-forces so it's like it's got a seatbelt on pretty much on the inside so what is a g g-force what we said before it's the force well it's the force due to acceleration from gravity so it's like it's the when you hit terminal velocity isn't it well acceleration from gravity is 10 meters per second squared like we said and that's just how fast you accelerate if you let go of something and it falls down if there's no other forces which is something that physicists love so in order to reach say more than a g you have to apply extra forces so generally when you talk about like 4g it's not because you're falling it's not the, the on another network. planet or anything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right, or six G. Um, it's because that's it's just another it's another unit for force, really. All right, it's Be- like that many times the force due to gravity. Because you said um, if you get about eight G, you'd pass out. Mm-hmm. But do you know the astronauts that went up during the Mercury era on the Atlas booster rocket? They were hitting like eight G. Were they passing out? I don't think so. They seem to be doing all right. I think they must have been hitting it in short bursts uh, because I think it's it's all to do with um, getting blood around your body, isn't it? I think it was mm, like 22, 22 millimeters, mercury millimeters. The, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 22 millimeters of mercury blood pressure. Ah, uh, okay. It. So in order, that's at, say, a G. So if you're going to go 2G, it doubles, uh, 3G, it triples. So that more Gs the more pressure it takes for the blood to go around and so you're more likely to pass out so it doesn't get to your brain and stuff yeah it doesn't get mm. to your brain or if for example you're being thrusted forward it can run down to your legs it won't get to your brain but if you're being thrust backwards it can it all goes to your brain all goes to your brain Ooh. but there are some examples of humans withstanding these incredible g-forces because like i said the astronauts on the mercury mission eight eight g's um the Apollo capsules topped six Gs. Ooh. But there was an Air Force physician called John Stapp who sort of researched about this because he wanted to come up with, like, looking into cockpits and pilots mm. and things. So he wanted to look into G-forces. So he came up with a little rocket called the G-Wiz. Oh, Not the electric really car. But he came up with this, and it was designed to um, hit ridiculous speeds. Because you're right, humans can travel at any speed. It's the acceleration which really messes you up. Mm. So you can travel at ridiculous speeds as long as you go slowly. So it could take you a few months up to months to get up to them. But as long as you go slow enough, you can do it. So he went in this G-Wiz, and his body managed to survive 35 Gs. Whoa! I think these were in incredible short bursts. So... But that's not even it. He carried on and he built uh, a successor for the G-Wiz, which is called the Sonic Wind. And this got him 
to 632 miles per hour in less than five seconds. Oh my word, that must be huge. And then stopped in just one second. <gasps> and it was that stopping, I think, that generated uh, 46.2 Gs. Wow, and so he survived. He survived, he's perfectly fine. Uh, he said that if it meant that his 168 pound frame felt like it weighed over 7,700 pounds. So he was exposed to two full tons of air pressure doing the ride. Wow. We are talking probably about less than a second. Yeah. Because any longer and you would instantly pass out, do damage mm. your body. But it's listening. But that's not even the fastest. Ooh. Because um, in 1970s, there was the, the Daisy decelerator which was built by Major John Beeden, or Major John Beeden volunteered to go in it anyway. And it hit, <laughs> it hit a whopping 83 Gs for 0. 0.04 seconds. Still not as much as the leaf hopper, though, is it? It's not. It's <laughs> not the leaf hopper. So if you imagine this, like if you're saying that we'd pass out, if we score in 5 Gs for about mm. two minutes, this man managed to 83 Gs. That is amazing. But the leaf hopper, how many Gs could the leaf hopper get? 700. 700. Yeah, but that's because it's got the internal seatbelt. That's true. Perhaps all this G whiz needed was a better seatbelt. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but that is impressive. So we were on the kangaroo. Kangaroo, 43.5. 43.5. Now, faster or slower, a sneeze? Faster. Faster? Yeah. Any predictions on how fast a sneeze is? I reckon that's more like, I reckon it's crazy, crazy high, like bonkers high. Bonkers high. Going back to, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say about 60. 60 miles per hour? Yeah. Possibly higher. It's slower. What? Yeah. Oh, there was lot, There were lots of rumours that sneezes could go 100 miles an hour. So they uh, tested it out. Did I fall for the, the internet story? They tested it out on Mythbusters. Ah, uh, good old Mythbusters. And so they sneezed a whole bunch of times. And the fastest the sneeze they recorded was 39 miles per hour. Is the speed of the sneeze like the speed of sort of the spit and stuff that comes out? I think out? so. I think that's what they were measuring. I think it was the mm. sneeze, the, the projectile. <laughs> they so they stood in front of like a wall um, with lines on it and sneezed a whole bunch of times. Went. I think it was normally, the average was like 35, 36. Mm. The fastest was 39 miles per hour. Because I that's thought, not very fast. I would have agreed with you. I, I would have assumed I thought it'd be hundreds, but not so much. So a sneeze, 39 miles per hour. I have a feeling you're going to get this next one right. Yeah. All right. Faster or slower, the peregrine falcon. Ah, the peregrine falcon is really fast. Did Did you see the same thing as me where a scientist took the falcon up in an aeroplane and threw it out? I did not. Yeah. That's the fastest the peregrine falcon has gone. <laughs> because National Geographic took it up above 4,000 meters and let it go. And, and just then, plummeted. And yeah, they do this amazing thing where they get their body into a really, really aerodynamic shape to reduce. So like you were talking about terminal velocity. Terminal velocity is uh, the speed you reach when the upward drag forces on you sort of balance the the, the acceleration from gravity. So if it, if we were all in a vacuum, the way that physicists like, we'd just keep accelerating and accelerating and accelerating and accelerating. But because we don't live in a vacuum. Uh, drag starts to work against gravity and finally we all just well I say we I'm saying this as if somebody's <laughs> throwing me out of a plane a falling body eventually just reaches one 
terminal speed. And the falcon reaches a really, really, really high uh, terminal speed by making itself almost look like a bullet so that there's very little drag on it and it goes really fast. This falcon reached more than 90 metres per second. Would you like me to find out what that is in miles per hour? Well, I've got a miles per hour down, but you didn't tell me if you think it's faster or slower than a sneeze. It's definitely faster than a sneeze. It is. (laughs) (laughs) I've got down um, here that it's 242 miles per hour. Two, oh yes, that's actually where I got the 90 meters per second from. Yes, 242 oh, miles per hour. That's one fast bird. It was thrown out of an aeroplane though. Yeah, yeah, you don't get many falcons on aeroplanes. <laughs> In fairness, a scientist jumped out after it. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Just, my falcon. I regret <laughs> everything I've done. He had a uh, parachute. We'll post the video on the Facebook, I think, so you can all see... Definitely, I've not seen being this thrown video. out of a plane. What about if we go from the sky into the ocean and look at the black marlin? The black marlin. The black marlin. I don't know what that is. It's a big fish. It's like a marlin, like a swordfish. Yeah, it's a swordfish. Like a, but like I, I'm assuming it's a, a fast big fish. I'm going to assume that that's pretty fast, but not as fast as the falcon. You're right. I thought so. The marlin uh, is the fastest fish swimming, but it only swims at 81 miles per hour. Only 81? Only 81. Rubbish. But I say that this is unfair. Why? Well, then one's in the sea, one's in the air. Well, you're the one that made the game up. What? Who do you think would win in a race if they were both (laughs) on the land? If they were both on the land, I think the falcon would win. Do you really think so? Yeah, because the fish would die. The fish, yeah, but it'd be flopping around. <laughs> it's a big fish. In no particular direction. Well, you know, we'll put some. We'll put the water as the finishing line. <laughs> and the, the bird will have to walk. <laughs> and then the fish will, you know, you'll want to go back to the water. I don't think the fish will know how to get back to the water. It's fish it's are depe- smart, Depending yeah. on how far away it is. The fish will be like, what am I doing on a racetrack? Oh, look, there's some water over there. I'll, I'll go to the water. I over doubt to it. the water. Have you seen Finding Nemo? They all want to go to the sea. They're all clever. <laughs> but they also talk in Finding Nemo. I don't think that that's real somehow or other. Oh, you're always finding flaws with <laughs> based on science. <laughs> uh, fish not talking isn't science. All right. That's what, just common sense. What if we had a, a triathlon? then right the fish and the bird in the water okay so the fish let's assume the fish would win so the bird drowns and dies yeah it's not it's not strong for the bird but then we do it on the <laughs> land and the fish dies and then we do it on bikes and they're both dead so nothing happens so the fish wins well it depends how what, what the rules of the race are if it's who dies last then yes the fish wins but yes. it's dead see I've got me to admit the fish would win. <laughs> I said, it depends. It's your race. You're the one that's forced a bird to drown and taken a fish out of the water till it dies. So we've agreed that the fish would win in a race despite no, being slower. No, the fish is slower than the bird. Right, so the fish, black mile in 81 miles per hour. This quite a silly game. I think you're going to get this one right as well, Mia. Okay. Um, what is faster, the black marlin or Sound. Sound. You say that quite confidently. I don't know it in miles per hour, but I'm pretty sure it's sound. You're right. Sound <laughs> is faster. Do you know how fast? What have you got in metres per second? In metres per second, I can't remember exactly, but it's about 340? 340.29 metres per oh, second. sorry. <laughs> Very close. Uh, in miles per hour, that's 768. Or that's a mile in 
4.689 seconds. Whatever that means. It's pretty fast. Pretty fast. Yeah. It's pretty fast. Sir Isaac Newton um, computed the speed of sound in uh, as 979 feet per second, which was too um, slow by about 15%. Just wasn't That's good enough. Pretty bad, he? isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he's way out. That Newton. That Newton. It's just not very unimpressive. good. Unimpressive. I'm sure if he was here now to hear you saying that, he would be pretty annoyed. <laughs> but no, he had a go at doing it. Fifteen percent is not. How too did he do bad. it? I have no idea. Oh. He's Newton. He probably just made it up. Got lucky. <laughs> just like he did all his other science. I am curious about how one might, in those days, measure the speed of sound. Just shout. Just shout. Stop, watch, shout. Do you ever do that experience in school? That experiment in school? I don't think so. You stand as far away and you just shout. You get stopwatches and you shout and then they do the stopwatch and they do the stopwatch when he can hear you. But you could never get further enough away to get a good result. And so you just end up spending an afternoon shouting at one another in a field. So how do they know to start the stopwatch? Because they see you shout. You say, start the stopwatch. Uh, And obviously they start a few seconds later because the sound's travelling slower. And then... You, you shout. You shout what? Stop the stopwatch. Yeah, and then they stop the stopwatch, and the data is inconclusive at best. Yeah, that's. I'm not. not I'm not defending this. <laughs> this is just how bad the science was in I my school. I can see why they never did it in my school. Yeah, I went to a church school, Mia. They didn't really take science seriously. <laughs> just go shout at each other for a bit. It's just like and I'm, then that's what they'll think science is. It's like I'm bored. They'll be put off. Teaching you lots science. We're just going to go out and yarn shout. I remember trying to find out how sound travels through materials and uh, we ended up shouting into jumpers to see if the sound would get us through. <laughs> I think that was a church school as well, actually. It's quite useful later on in life when you just utter despair. Yeah. <laughs> Shout into a jumper. <laughs> the sound doesn't travel well through a jumper. I learned that. Never forgot. Do you know who the first person to break the sound barrier was? Whoever invented the whip. Well... Possibly. Yeah. I'm yeah, I got you there, Reese. Got someone you there. who actually moved faster than the speed of Well, a whip moved faster than the, the speed of whip. not a, a person. Oh, I see. A person that actually went through the sound yeah. barrier themselves. Someone with a whip can break the sound barrier using the whip, but I'm yeah. talking about someone moving so fast they're mm. moving faster than sound. I don't know. His name was Chuck Yeager. And he That's was, a very uh, American name. I he, like oh, it. Was, Chuck Yeager. He's a brigadier general in the United States Air Force. And he was a test pilot, and he managed to break the sound. He was the first human to officially break the sound barrier on October the fourteenth, nineteen forty-seven, when he flew the experimental Bell X One at Mach Mach One at an altitude of forty-five thousand feet. Uh, and then it was broken by some other guy who flew it. Um, some other guy. Some other guy. Scott. This Cro- is the level of research that we're putting S- into our episodes now. Scott is it, Crossfield. <laughs> Uh, then broke it in March 2nd, 1953, and then Jaeger was, I'm not having that, so he broke it again. And he managed to get up to Mach 2.44. Very good. So is Mach 1 the speed of sound? I'm assuming so. And then you could, any faster, you double in it. Well, Mach 2.4 would then be 2.4 times the speed of sound. That's pretty impressive. Like G, if it's like 24 Gs, it's 24 times the force due to gravity. That's pretty impressive, especially mm. during that time period when they still kind of they're modernizing the aeroplane. It's not bad. It's not bad, but he managed to do it. So hats off to Brig- <laughs> Brigadier General. To Chuck. some other guy. <laughs> some other guys, you know, he did all right. He had a good attempt, but not as good as Chuck Yeager. Fair play. All right, so speed of sound, we had 
what, faster. You had that one right. Where were you with the scores? I did have that right. Uh, out of eight, me is currently on five points. Five not points. bad. Not bad. Not, not bad. bad. All right, what about this one? Sonic the Hedgehog. How do you know how far Sonic the Hedgehog goes? Maths. What maths have you done? Uh, I didn't do any. But um, game theory. So someone who looks at computer games and put science and maths behind computer games worked it out. There's a brilliant video on YouTube. And I will explain more. When oh, so game me... theory is like they're using it. Yes. They, they, okay. They, I was going to say, you know, that's oh, not no. what game theory is, don't you? <laughs> no, game theory are the name of the people who I look see. into it and developed it. I will explain uh... how they did it if when you give me a, a result. This is Sonic at top speed, I'm guessing, where yeah. he goes like... Yeah. When he goes... It's been a while since I played Sonic. I'm slower than the speed of sound. You want to slower? You don't think Sonic can outrun sound? He's pretty fast. I suppose his name is Sonic, actually, isn't he? I'm going to go faster, because I think he could go supersonic, and that's why he's called Sonic. You go faster? Yeah. You're wrong. Uh, he's not supersonic, he no. is well, just subsonic. They, in all like the songs and all the things, they claim that he can beat the speed of sound. However, uh... this game theory actually used math to work it out, because they took his height at three feet and seven inches and they worked that out based um on sizes of objects they knew the height of in comparison to sonic in the 2006 game sonic the hedgehog so they knew the height of another character because it was stated and so they looked at how high he was and worked it out with three feet seven inches it's not not tall then is he but he's quite big for a hedgehog he's quite big for a hedgehog just remember i was really disappointed when i found out how small hedgehogs actually are (laughs) i love hedgehogs hedgehogs are cool um yeah, so in the very first Sonic game, Act 1, Green Hill Zone, the very first level, they reckon that is about 336 Sonics long, <laughs> and or 259.6 metres. And the record for fastest time complete in this level is in 25 seconds. So that means Sonic has to travel at 10 metres per second. But that's just in that one level. He might have gone faster at other times. Other times. We're basing it on this. I think they did work out that maybe he did go a little bit faster in a later game, but it's still not as fast as the speed of sound. Is that counting the loop-the-loops? It is counting the loop-the-loops. It's counting his supersonic when he gets that little boost, which makes him run a bit faster. But the length of it includes the loop-the-loops? Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like Mm. you go in from this point to this point as a race. And the very fastest anyone has ever done. I've played it. I can't do it in less than three minutes. So this, <laughs> this person does it very well. I think they should rename him Subsonic the Hedgehog. Subs- yeah, sounds just like, yeah, not a very good Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> poor Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Which I thought was quite cool because I love Sonic the Hedgehog as a kid. Everyone loves Sonic the Hedgehog. Who he doesn't? runs very, very fast. Mm. But who is faster, Mia? Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> or Mario? Mario f- doesn't run very fast. Are we going faster or slower for Mario? Is this Mario in Mario Kart or Mario in Super Mario? Let's say s- the Super Mario game, not when he's in a car. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That'd be like saying I'm faster than Usain Bolt <laughs> when I drive my car. All right, then Sonic's faster. Because Mario, when he runs, is really slow and irritating. He's, he's not faster than Sonic. He's faster than Sonic. He's only got tiny little legs. He's that tiny. Tap, 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 tap. Well, actually, Mario is taller than Sonic. Mario is Four foot He's not much taller inches. than Sonic. We, well, it's all about um, 
relative to the objects around uh, isn't it Miam? so he may look a lot shorter. shorter than those pipes he's much shorter than those pipes but if you put sonic in that environment then sonic would be even shorter uh, it's a different environment that makes totally him fun. well that's a bit unfair that he's bigger so game theory worked this out as well but he's four foot eight but he's also four foot eight inches wide so he's short but Ooh. he's also quite rotund but he still runs he's quite four fast. foot wide four foot eight wide He's the same height as his width. Wow. It's like a little cube. I'm surprised he can go faster than Sonic. Well, he can. He's a very, he's a very fast runner. I'm surprised he's not on a mobility scooter. <laughs> Can't get down like those that. pipes in a mobility scooter. <laughs> but again, they worked it out. They based it on the a distance within the very first Mario and how fast it takes to run that distance, the fastest possible time to get from point A to point B. And they worked out that's 20 metres per second. He's definitely slowed down since then. Well, like you said, he's he's taken up racing since then. (laughs) He's gotten too lazy. So I thought that's quite interesting because there are people who play a lot of computer games and they go into this in great detail, who like speed course Sonic and speed course Mario. I appreciate that. And they can do it incredibly fast. So it's a bit deceiving because obviously, like you said, if you put them next to each other, then Mario would appear a lot smaller. Hmm. However, based on the world around them, Mario would be bigger. bigger. They did do Mario and Sonic Olympics for the Wii. Oh, yeah. I think was a bit, they were a bit equal in that, with equal height. They had to be, because otherwise. It'd be a rubbish game. Yeah. (laughs) Mario just. I'll just be Sonic so that I win. Oh, Mario, sorry. I'll just be Mario so I win. Mario is faster, which I thought was quite surprising myself. So I'm not surprised uh, you went slower. (laughs) But this game theory did all the math, worked it all out, and uh, it's very impressive. Good for them. Next one. Not many left now, Mia. We're doing well. You had the last two wrong, but you can you can come back with this one. Yeah, I can. What's faster, <laughs> Mario or Light? Light. Okay, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Reed. It was just a nice, easy point to segue into the speed of light. <laughs> Have you got another one after this? Because you know that it's going to be slower than light, don't you? I got one more after this. All right. But do you want do you want to tell us the speed of light? Have you got that the down? Speed of light is three times ten to the eight meters per second. I've got it miles so per hour. So 300,000 kilometers per, per second. second. It's You've very got it in fast. miles per second. Why? I don't know. I thought it's a it's 182,000 miles per second. <laughs> I work on miles, Mia. It's just really unhelpful. I work Actually, on miles. it is even in kilometers though, it's difficult to imagine the speed of light. It's fast. It's really fast. I think 182,000 miles per second, which is the same as your meters per second, let's be honest. Uh, you can travel around the earth seven and a half times in one second. Yeah, so which is mental. It's mad. Though it still takes eight minutes to get to the sun. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If we're looking at beyond our planet, the eight, the sun, what, eight like minutes? So mm. if the sun went out now, we'd still have light for eight minutes. We wouldn't know anything about it we for know. eight minutes. Which is, do you ever feel a bit scared knowing that? Or is that just me? <laughs> just you. Just you. They've never really panicked. I'm like, is the sun out and I just don't know? Let's set, set a timer. I've got enough time to just cook a pizza from like from freeze. <laughs> I spend all my day making pizzas just in case. Just in case. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to put this pizza on now. And if the sun has died by the end, I'm going to be really annoyed. Now, are you going to ask me what it, whether something is faster or slower than light? Because I already know the answer. It's you. Slower. You think? Light is the fastest thing there is. You think? I know. You think? Go ahead. Faster or slower? And don't say the Enterprise at Warp 2 or something. Light or the Flash? 
the superhero, the Flash. If you try to tell me that the Flash is faster than light, I'm going home. Oh, so you're going slower? I'm going slower. You're wrong, Mia. You're wrong, Reese. You're wrong, no. The you're flash, wrong, Reese. The Flash can run faster than light. But the Flash isn't real. I suppose neither is Sonic or Mario. That's true. You can't draw the line there. <laughs> the Flash can run faster than light. The Flash is a super, you know, he's not human. Well, he is human, but he's got superpowers. So he, in order to run faster than light, he is able, he vibrates the molecules in his body so he can move through the air. Because if a human was to travel faster than the speed of light, the air molecules wouldn't have time to get out of the way and so you essentially just rip the atmosphere apart and create like a nuclear explosion. So his way around it is just to shake. He shakes. He's like Shaky Stevens. <laughs> there was some suggestion once. There, have you heard of Alcubierre's warp, warp drive? No. Uh, Alcubierre came up with a suggestion in 1994 of how one could make a warp drive like that on Star Trek. And he pretty much said, we can't go faster than the speed of light. Nothing not even the flash can go faster than the speed of light but if you could find a way to get your space spacecraft into a bubble that contracts space time ahead of you and expands it behind you kind of like the um you know when you're at the airport you hop on a one of those walkways yeah it gets shorter in front of you and longer behind you yeah as you move forward doing that with space time so you're in a little bubble you are not moving faster than the speed of light but space itself is that's the only thing that would work and the only way to make that happen would be to have a ring around your spacecraft of negative energy which does not exist so does the flash do that i haven't even told you how fast the flash can run i don't believe you however fast he can go and you're a little bit curious Mia. no how fast the flash can run are you gonna give it to me in miles per hour um no it's it's quite a long word (laughs) (laughs) in the flash this is a rare kit Currents. Normally, he runs about half the speed of light. That's uh, him that's jogging. But in this one occasion, in the Flash, the human race, he races from the end of the universe back to planet Earth, right? In 23 Dredzillion, 759 Duodecillion, 449 Undecillion times faster than the speed of light. That's stupid. That's a lot. That's very That's fast. really stupid. It's a very long number. There's a lot I'm of I'm not zeros. even sure if time allows for that Well, much. this is it. He enters trans-time velocity. Ah. He's moving faster than time. He is moving. There's no words to describe it because the smallest unit we know is a Planck instant, which is uh, measuring to see how long it takes a photon to cross one Planck length, which is the shortest distance. Hmm. So a Planck is a photon moving the shortest that's the smallest amount in the fastest at the fastest speed at the fastest remember. speed those are just made up it's like really 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 quadrillion gazillion decimillion gideon light speed don't be a sore loser Mia. that just seems excessive runs not being a sore loser incredibly fast so that's in him entering trans time velocity he taps into something called the speed force which is like a kinetic energy which allows him to move incredibly the fast. The speed force. The speed Don't say it with such disdain, Mia. Dav, I think I should at least get half a point no. for that last one. No, the Flash just... is able to shake, run through the air. He can even run through and walls. tap into the speed can, force. He can, chain, he can move his molecules through the molecules of things. A bit like men who stare at goats. <laughs> <laughs> but he does it success- successfully. 
A human couldn't run that fast. But as we said earlier Well, on, no, obviously they couldn't. A human we could... We know that a human can't run faster than 28 miles per hour. <laughs> a human could theoretically move the speed of light, but it's the acceleration that would is the problem. What do you mean a human could... Not like on foot. Oh, I see. <laughs> right, so <laughs> if they had a device that could go the speed of light, like in Star Wars when they just go... Into hyperspace. Into hyperspace, that would kill them all instantly because yeah. of the acceleration. But if they spend, say, like a good five years getting <laughs> to the speed of light, they could do it. They would just have to move, in, like, move at a steady pace. But even the speed of light doesn't get us anywhere, really. No. It would still be four years or so to our nearest star. Yeah, that's true. So if the nearest star, not including the sun... The nearest star right, fair enough, yeah. goes out <laughs> now. We wouldn't know about it for four and a half years. No. So and we know. wouldn't know about it anyway because we can only see it from the southern hemisphere. It's true. And our water's going clockwise. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the Flash could know about it if he ran, you know, through, if, if he ran space. to that star to see. He ran probably through... overshoot, though. Yeah, that's true. He could, he could outrun the universe itself if he tried that's ridiculous but the... he lives in another universe so ah uh, well i think maybe i'll be taking that point back no i'm having the he point he definitely lives in a different universe what is it the marvel universe the dc, DC universe. universe this is the flash but you know he's on telly so he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's on our universe i'll he's be gonna... taking that point back come on then let's he's batman hear. versus superman he was in that was he yeah i didn't get to see that lucky cause... you so <laughs> What's, what's the scores on the doors, Dav? Well, in one universe, it's 7 out of 12, and in another, it's a clean 50% at 6 out of 12. I'm I taking we'll my, my universe. universe. <laughs> <laughs> Marks like time space, very flexible. You know, very matter. true. Very true. It's just different time frames. Indeed. Although oh. I'm, taking, I'm taking the points. I'm, I won that. I'm going to have 7. Thanks very much. Fun game. You've been listening to Space Gravy with me, Mia Hatton. And me, Resell Griffiths. What about me? Oh yeah, produced by David Weeks and edited by Christy Evans. To listen to previous episodes and to find out more about us, visit our website at spacegravypodcast.com and follow us on social media. 